You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 39. Is your crawl space making you sick? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, today we are asking, is your crawl space making you sick? Now explain that topic. Well, if you have mold in your crawl space that you don't know about, it could be making its way up into the living area and making the occupants of the home sick. So now there are going to be a lot of people who probably know what a crawl space is, but I didn't know till you explained it to me. So can you explain to everybody who's used to walk out basements what a crawl space is? A crawl space is kind of like what it says. You have to crawl in them to get around. Um, you know, we just did a job recently where luckily enough, it was a four foot crawl space. So you could kind of hunch over, but most crawl spaces, especially older homes, they're literally a crawl space. You have to do what I call like the army crawl and you're on your, pretty much your stomach. A lot of mobile homes have that too, but you know, what we're talking about mainly on a crawl space and, and, and keep this in mind too, a mobile home could have a mold issue too down below it and what we call the, the crawl space. So that's what we're, we're talking about the area, the non-livable area below what would be most people's main level. Do you think most people actually ever go into their crawl space? Probably not, unless they use it for storage. Um, it's kind of like an attic. So, so one thing I learned from you is, you know, back east they have a, a lot of attics they use. Mm-hmm. If and it's not even just for storage, sometimes it's a room up there, you know. But they use it, so they're up there. Uh, around here in the west, it, people don't use attics for that, and. 
I guess it's the same concept as a crawl space. Like you just don't go up in them or down into the attics or crawl spaces very often. So I would say no, most crawl spaces that I'm in, um, yeah, I have to, with my flashlight, move cobwebs around. It's just, you can just tell nobody really goes down into their crawl spaces. So I, the reason I compare it to an attic is it's similar to an attic. You don't normally go up there. Have you ever been in our crawl space? No. Okay. So, <laughs> do you see what I mean? So yeah. it's just, most people just never, they don't think about it. Which is why it could easily make them sick. Exactly. So what are some of the common defects in a crawl space? When people, when I mean, give people, what's the reason why they should be going in there and checking things? There's a, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, obviously, in our profession, we're, we're looking for more of moisture intrusion, um, you know, water leaks. All your, all your water lines, for the most part, are running down there. Your drain lines obviously have to run down there. You have insulation down there. You might have a sump pump down there. And I would assume people that have sump pumps, or I would hope that they're going down and checking those and maintaining those. So they're, those people are probably going to be in their crawl space a little more often, but there's all sorts of things down there. You could, I mean, you could have moldy insulation that was caused from a tub drain pipe leak. There's just, there, <clears throat> there's a lot of defects that could be down there. And, you know, it can be causing structural issues too. And most people just, they don't go down there. So then, I mean, because the, the job most recently, there was mold in the crawl space. Correct. So what can a homeowner do to sort of prevent the mold? So um, interestingly enough, the, the job you just referenced to, so I got a call to do an estimate. Uh, they have a water heater down there and right, and that's clear at one end and right above it, there was mold. So initially and they thought too that it was a water line causing a mold issue and so i went there you got to remember this is december right before christmas really cold where we're at so all the vents in the crawl space were closed well the water heater was clear on the opposite end of the access and you know first thing i do as a mold inspector and mold contractor is i start looking around where i know there's probably going to be issues and right when I got in there, the the insulation adjacent to the the foundation, I could see ice. I could see ice on the sill plate. And uh, anyhow, to make a long story short, there ended up being a lot of mold on on the wood adjacent to the foundation. And the issue that they thought they were having over by the water heater. Yeah, it was an issue, but it ended up being, it was from a drain pipe. We also discovered on the water heater, they had to have it replaced because it was leaking, which was causing issues. So, so it's interesting to, to go back to your question is there can be numerous issues going on down there. And, you know, when we did the mitigation on it, when I did the estimate, first of all, I did, I walked around the outside because we want to figure out what's causing the issue. And their grading and drainage all ran right back to their house. And what's one of the most common things we talk about? Grading and drainage. <laughs> Improper grading and drainage. Exactly. It, it's something that people just, once again, it's a crawl space. They don't see it down in there. They don't notice it. Um, but anyhow, they had improper grading and drainage. Well, when we were doing the mitigation, you could see water coming in at the footings, which is, that means the water, it's, it's pretty wet down you know, four foot below ground level. 
and they just they never realize that. So, you know, that's the that's the thing about a crawl space if you never go down in it. It's no different than you know, taking a peek behind your furnace or your water heater if it's even in a basement. Take a look around behind there to see if you got issues going on because most people don't. They just we're, it's just human nature. We don't pay attention till that that ceiling above us falls down. You notice that there's a water stain, but till it really directly affects you, you don't pay attention to it. And naturally, that's how humans operate. So, so what? So why should I mean? I think that the thing that a lot of people might be asking themselves is, well, if there's mold in the crawl space and nobody in my family ever goes down there. How could the mold down there underneath the house affect our health and make us sick? Well, we've talked about this before in homes these days. And this home was built, I think, 2010 or so. It's a fairly new home by what I call new. And homes these days are more or less pressurized. You know, I could turn around right here in our office and you see that vent up there. And the reason you have that vent, and I've probably explained it to you, but if I haven't, then maybe I'm not doing a very good job of educating you. But the reason for that is for ventilation. Because homes are, more or less, a home is pressurized. And so you notice, like, let's say in the summertime, you have a window cracked here, and you open the front door, and it slams another door in the house. Yeah. Well, the reason why is it kind of creates somewhat of a pressurization, like a vacuum. And so that's why it slams one door and it's because of the airflow. So think about your living area and then your crawl space that's below it. Any voids is it more or less it's sucking the air down there too. Yeah. Or it could be doing vice versa, sucking either way, depending on temperatures and that stuff's way over my head. But do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So the, the mold in the crawl space, just because you don't go down there can still be affecting you because like I said, it's the air from down there for the most part, it can come up to the, to the living space and it, people just don't think about it and they don't know. It's just a, to, to most people, it's just a crawl space. Yeah. That's just there for, for most people. They don't even know what it's there for, but it's really out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. So then how often should a, a homeowner be checking the crawl space. What do you what do you suggest? A lot of that would really depend on what's down there. I mentioned earlier sump pump. So if you have a sump pump down there, you should be checking it. In my opinion, like once a month. If you have a crawl space like the one we just did the work in, you know, for the most part, I would say you need to go down there in the spring, see, make sure there's not a swim pool down there, and then in the fall, and then maybe sometime in the middle of the winter, just to make sure. You know, crawl spaces need proper ventilation. Ventilation is one of the, the key issues we always talk about when it comes to mold. Because if you don't have proper ventilation, which this issue for the house that we, that we referenced to, that's what was causing these issues is because there was no ventilation. And where we live, obviously, it's a little tough to open those vents. But we came up with another solution so they don't have to open the vents. But they should at a minimum, be going down there three times a year, spring, fall, and in the middle of the winter. Okay. So, and then when they go down there, what are they, I mean, do you have any ideas in terms of, yeah, they should look for water leaks and things like that. They should look for visible mold. Should, I mean, I'm assuming that the smell down there is going to smell like a crawl space. Any other Correct. things? Well, when you say it's going to smell like a crawl space, if you have proper ventilation, you shouldn't it shouldn't really smell musty or moldy. Okay. 
Um, but there's things like, so with this project that I just referenced to, so what, what I had the clients do was put down plastic before we even came in and did mitigation. When we started the mitigation, there was no ice on, on all those wood components adjacent or right above the foundation. Like there was when I did the bid. And the reason why is because they were keeping all, all, all that moisture that's in the soils. They're, they, it's a moisture barrier. They're keeping that in the dirt. So, you know, that brings up something that, you know, that's, a, it, it's, it doesn't cost that much to put plastic down and keep, you know, for a vapor barrier and keep that moisture in those soils. But yeah, you want to be looking for standing water. Um, you know, most people have a decent flashlight, but you can look around, especially, so this time of year, the soils in a crawl space should be dry, totally dry. And, and I say that, you know, in the area that we live in because it's frozen, but even in the Midwest or wherever, you, you shouldn't have moisture in there this time of year. Now in the spring, you're going to. So be looking for, for any type of moisture. If you have a vapor barrier down, the reason I like to use a, a, a black visqueen, and most people don't, they just don't think about it. But the reason I like a black visqueen is if there's any water leaks, you can actually pick it up with a flashlight a lot easier than if it's clear visqueen. Especially if it's something that's dried up, it creates, you know, it's like it's, in, in most municipalities, we all have calcium in the water. And so what happens is it's calcification when that, that little wet spot dries up, it kind of leaves like a little ring there and it's easy to pick up on black visqueen. So that's another thing too, that most people don't think about when they're putting a vapor barrier down. Should I get clear or black visqueen? And that's why I go with black, but, but be looking for cracks in your foundation, standing water, active water leaks, pests, mice, this crawl space in, in the, 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 the family that lives there are very, very clean. When I say clean, they take their shoes off when they walk in the front door. When they found out there was a, a, a mice or mouse problem, they didn't. Like, they were kind of shocked. They had no clue. And it was pretty bad. I took pictures, and I, I, I hesitate to guess, and I know it sounds extreme, but I'll bet you there was probably two or three pounds of rice that the mice had, what they were doing is they were getting rice, I'm assuming from the pantry up above. They were coming through a garage wall, getting into the crawl space. And the if there's things that mice love, and that's insulation, they love it. Wow. Because they like to breed in dark places. Oh and we all know how mice breed. I mean, they, they I don't know what the gestation period is for. I think for, it's very short. I, I think we looked it up, remember? And I yeah. think it's like 60 days it's or 30 very days. Short, it's but they very don't live short. very long. So, yeah. 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 Their lifespan, I think, is only a year or yeah. something. But yeah. It, and that's another thing. So, going back to pests, you know, around here, mice could be snakes, um, you know, back east, possums, you know, um, raccoons love to get and stuff like that rabbits so be looking for for things like that okay so if somebody was saying okay i haven't been in my crawl space for five years what is your call to action what is the one thing that they should do to be proactive <laughs> well, they need to go down there obviously <laughs> and, it, and if you've never been in your crawl space even even like someone like you yeah i take care of that stuff but it's good for everybody to know 
you know, actually what a crawl space consists of. And, you know, it's no different than I've explained before. You know, everyone in the house should know where to shut the main water off. Do you know where to shut the main water off here? Yes, I do. And it's because yeah. we have a we have a valve in the laundry room and and we have a well, so it's it's a pump. So yeah. you can just shut it off there. But it's the same concept, you know, as far as people going down in the crawl space. Everybody should kind of know, you know what it looks like and what, what it should look like. So, yeah, if you haven't been down there for five years, you, you probably need to take a broom with you to clear all the cobwebs. And a flashlight. Yeah. And a good flashlight. And if you're like me and you don't like snakes, I hate snakes. I hate them. That my, my biggest fear is to come across a snake when I'm in an actual army crawl kind of crawl space. Because you can't go anywhere. But That's this time of year, horrible. they're hibernating. So it's a good time to go down there if there are snakes. And they're probably not going to be in your crawl space this time of year. Yeah. So definitely, if you haven't been in your crawl space, go down in your crawl yeah. space. Yeah. And it, you know... Worst case scenario, even if you, if if you're totally fearful of your crawl space, at least go to the opening with a good flashlight and look around from the opening. Okay. I mean, I understand. I'm claustrophobic, and crawl spaces don't bother me. But if if you're that freaked out over it, at least open it. And if you have to go downstairs to get in into it, go to the at least get to the dirt level and look around from the opening. So it's not that. I mean. It's not going to kill you. Awesome. And mold. <laughs> mold can cause a lot of sicknesses that could kill you, so. Better safe than sorry. Exactly. There you go. Well, you heard it from the expert. All right, everybody. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.